Buenos dias. So it is day two of my restful sabbatical. I'm practicing rest in real time. And I'm realizing I'm not very good at it. I'm not, I'm not good at resting. I always feel like I have to do something, make something, write something, create something, share something, say something, right? Like it's really hard for me to just not do anything. Um, and so November is going to be the month of rest and also gratitude, right? Because I think, you know, by resting, I'm able to put myself in a position where I can be more thoughtful about the things that have happened this year, um, thoughtful about things that have happened in my life, look back, looking back and reflecting on it um, to go into the new year to figure out what I want to do. But I think even if it wasn't the new year coming, I would still rest, right? But I'm just not good at resting. I'm not. I feel like I need to be doing something, watching something, reading something, I think because the inner me has always been like when I want to lay down and not do anything, the inner me is like, no, girl, we got to get up and do like there's so much stuff that's happening. There's so much stuff that's happening out there. And I'm like, OK, I hear you and I understand and I want to be in the mix, too. But um, I also just want to retreat and tuck away. And so I wrote down in my journal some li limiting beliefs I have around rest and like the fears I have around rest. Um, this was actually worked on in June. So I have been needing to rest since June, since we started our since right before we started our road trip, which I'll be sharing with you as well. But um, yeah, so I've been wrestling with limiting beliefs and all this other stuff. The number one thing I have is if I rest, I'll lose all progress I've made thus far, right? So like the videos I put out, the podcasts, like I've seen some exponent, I've seen some exponential growth happening on my channel, happening in my podcast, right? And it feels so weird because I'm like, God, why I got to rest now when I'm just now getting some like ROI, when I'm just now getting some... Um, sign that I'm on the right track, that I'm doing the right thing, that that I am validated through what I'm sharing and doing, right? Like, I'm just starting to feel that way, and now you want me to rest? You know what I mean? And so I feel like I'll fall behind, whatever the heck that means, right? I'll fall behind, that people will stop being interested, or, you know, whatever trends are happening, I'll miss out on them. Not that I really do like trends anyway, but yeah, like, I, I just feel, I just fear that I'll lose all the progress I've made in my journey. That somehow me taking a break for a month, which sounds silly when I'm saying it out loud. It's like, girl, what does that even mean? That if I take a break for a month, then everything is going to go down the drain. Everything is going to suck. What, like, what, what, what is that about? Where is that from? Lack, lack, scarcity, the feeling that I, feeling that I always have to be doing in order to be worthy of something or um, that people wouldn't understand that I need a break. But also, let's be fair, right? These algorithms, YouTube, Instagram, all these places, things are my car. All these places, like they they run off of constant productivity, right? And they and they punish you for not producing. <laughs> they punish you for taking a break, right? So these algorithms are teaching us to keep going. And so I'm learning how to hack that um, by using stuff that I've never shared before recording videos without editing them because y'all whatever y'all gonna get these stutters and all these things I usually like try to chop it up I don't have it in me um you know like just just going for it but I think um I have to come out of that algorithm because I'm a, I'm a human being right like I'm not a machine um I need a break and so if even if the algorithms are unwilling to honor my break that's not my problem my problem, my my number one priority is not YouTube. My number one priority is not Instagram. It's not Patreon. It's not none of that. It's me. I am my number one priority. And so, in order for me, I think to show love to myself, I have to I have to remind myself and show myself that no matter what happens with the algorithms or whatever, like even if my videos never get pushed out ever again, like yeah, that would suck. But I'm still worthy, and I still deserve to rest. 
right? Um, so the second thing I wrote down is I haven't done enough to warrant rest. Ooh. So what is enough? What is enough, right? Have we really identified what enough is? And if if my enough is always based on um, views and likes and shares and subscribes and, um, you know, being retweeted or reposted or whatever it is, if that's my marker for success, right, then it'll never be enough because there's always more to get. There's always more attention to grab. There's always more things to do. And so I guess my thought was, oh, did I do enough this year to um, to warrant a re- to warrant resting? <laughs> um, you know what I mean? And it's like, girl, yes. If all you did this year was was live, you've done enough to warrant a, to warrant rest. I keep want to say like warrant a rest. That's not that's not what I'm trying to say. But warrant rest. Like you're a human being. Like humans don't have to earn rest. You don't earn rest. We talked about this in the previous video. Ten gentle reminders for people who are exhausted. For black women who are exhausted. You don't need to earn rest. Rest is something you need to survive. Like it's necessary. It's not, it's not something that's like extra or something that's like, ooh, that'd be nice if I could. No, like you need to rest or else you die. <laughs> like quite literally, if you don't rest, you die. Um, yeah, and it's like, again, what is enough? What is enough? It'll never be enough. There, there'll always be someone telling me I need to do more, get more, achieve more, be more. And I can opt out of that. I can say, you know what? No, like I'm worthy of rest right now. I'm worthy of rest today. Yes, I almost forgot. One thing I do want to say though is I think it's important to make a list of the things that you have done. So even this year, so I'm going to do a live about this where we're all going to celebrate the things that we've done because that's what we did last year. But really make a list of the things that you've done. You've done a lot. I've done a lot this year. I have done a lot this year. I moved, I did a road trip, I gave videos. I encouraged, I put on programs. I did a lot of stuff. I did a lot of giving. You know what I'm saying? And so when you're giving, when you're pouring out, you need to set aside time to replenish yourself, right? And I have not done that in between my things. And I've been wondering why, like, why do I feel some aversion to continuing or continue creating a new program or starting a new whatever? It's because I haven't given myself time to really rest. It's always go, 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 do, do, do. After I get finished doing one program or one thing, oh, it's on to the next thing. Never getting time to... um to retreat, to re, to receive the nourishment that I need, that I gave out, never taking time to celebrate what I've done, right? And it's time out for that. Like we need to really set aside time. I need to really set aside time to celebrate my wins. Everything I do needs a celebration. And I know some people are like, oh, well, it's gonna get old. No, mm-mm. everything positive that I do, I celebrate myself. Everything that I try to do, I celebrate myself. Even if it doesn't land the way that I want it to land, um, I'm not punishing myself because not enough people watch my video. I'm not punishing myself because not enough people signed up for my program. I'm not punishing myself for that. Like, no, I did a brave thing. I put something out there and that's huge. <laughs> that's huge. So I deserve to be celebrated by myself first. You know what I mean? So yeah, I have done enough to, to warrant rest. I don't need to earn it. Like girl, if again, if I did nothing, if I didn't put no programs out, no videos, no podcasts, nothing, if I didn't travel, if I didn't move, I would still be worthy of rest. <laughs> I would still be worthy um, the third thing I said, which just kind of goes with the first thing, is I'll lose momentum and supporters and people I serve, right? But this really stuck out to me because I'm just like, the people I serve, I'm trying to remind them to rest. So if they are unforgiving because I'm resting, those aren't my people anyway. I am not here to be exhausted. I am not here to be used and abused. And if people don't understand the fact that I need a break, they're not my people, because literally, that's what I talk about here. <laughs> I talk about resting. I talk about self-kindness. I talk about self-love and self-preservation and, excuse me, and celebrating self, right? Like, I talk about all those things. 
And if they don't get it, they're not my people. Like, again, spending all that time arguing with people about black excellence and rest and how how I feel about it. It's like, those just aren't my people. So why am I giving so much energy and time to people who are not my people? Those who get it, get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Those who get it, get it. And those are the people I want to serve. Quite simple, you know? Um, even like with editing videos and stuff like that, like how I talked about just two seconds ago, like stuttering and I'm human. That's what humans do. Saying, um, or filler words, like, right. Shout out to Stephanie Perry. She tweeted or retweeted someone who basically said that, um, they're, they're going to keep posting stuff or sharing stuff. Like even if they mess up, mess up verbally, like I just did, right? Like we're so trained to, we're, we're so entitled. We're so mean. We think that people have to show up perfect. I never claimed to be an orator. I never claimed to be a well-spoken individual. I'm sharing ideas in, in the best way that I know how. And if you don't like it, you don't have to stay. You know what I mean? And I think it's the same way with our um, with our resting. Like, if people don't understand that you need to rest, you don't have to qualify anything. You don't have to prove to them, you know what I'm saying, that like, oh, like, I'm worthy of rest. Or like, you don't have to, you know what I'm saying? Because you, you tend to over-explain and then you start doubting. When you over-explain, when I over-explain something, I start doubting myself like, dang, I'm, I'm over-explaining this a lot. Does, that, does what I say make sense? Am I worthy of? Yes, I'm worthy of rest, right? And so maybe I will lose momentum, but I feel like I can always pick it back up. I've taken breaks before. Last year, I took a break, I think all December. <laughs> all December, I took a break. And, um, and by resting, I was able to go into the new year with more energy, more vitality, more ideas, and grow my following. So like, I think last year, this time I was around like 700 subscribers. Right now, I'm at 15,000, which is like mind-blowing um mind-blowing and I'm grateful right but like that came from rest the work that I did to get here like one it was God it was God but it was also me um obeying me obeying and humbling myself enough to rest because I know that even all the goodness doesn't necessarily just come from me right and I'm learning stuff about that too um and I think that it'll probably come up later I believe in God. I believe that God orchestrates all this stuff. I believe that God gives me the opportunities to do what I'm doing. And if I believe that God is orchestrating, then why do I feel the need to be in control? <laughs> because I'm not in control. Like I'm in control of what I do and what I allow, but like all this other stuff, like the growth, the opportunities, God made that happen. You feel me? Like God presented those opportunities. And so if I know that nothing I do is from my own might, it's easier to submit to God and be like, okay, cool. Like you did this. Let me give it to you, right? Because I'm not going to exhaust. Whenever I'm exhausted or I'm exhausting myself, I know that I'm out of order. I know that somewhere along the, along the way, I'm playing God. You feel me? And that is how I end up burned out. That is how I end up exhausted. That was how. That's how I end up injured, taking on too much too soon, too fast, doing like just doing a lot, trying to prove my worth when God already said you're worthy. And what I have for you is for you. So if I believe that what I have, that what God has for me is for me, I don't need to be out of season. I don't need to do too much because I'm worthy of it right now. And God will give it when it's time to give. You know what I'm saying? Like, so um, that feeling of like giving up control to God is scary. It's scary. And I believe and I believe all the good things that people say about God. I believe all of it, right? Um, but putting it in practice, I'll be honest, sometimes it's very hard. It's very hard. You're looking at stuff on paper and you're feeling the stuff in real life and you're like, I don't know. I don't know. One of my prayers lately has been for God to show me that God is trustworthy. God, show me that you're trustworthy, please, right? And what happens is often 
I say, show me that you're trustworthy. And I hand over something to God. This is what I want to trust you with, right? And then I'm like, you know what? Never mind. Take backsies. Take, you know, I got it. Forget it. Never mind, God. I got it, right? And then it's solidifying the fact that God is not trustworthy. But really, I just haven't given God the opportunity to show me that God is trustworthy. Does that make sense? So I'm almost, what is the word? If there's a phrase, oh my gosh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Basically, like when you, self-fulfilling prophecy. When you say something and you're, you're fearing something, but because of your fear, you create that thing. And I think for me, I'm like, God, I want to trust you. Here's the thing, right? And I'm like, but I'm still holding on to it. Like, okay, I, I trust you, God. And God's trying to take it from me. I'm like, you know, I forget it, right? But now I'm submitting and giving God an opportunity to show me that God is trustworthy. That God got me. You feel me? That's, that's what I want to feel. So I feel like this resting stage is me allowing God to move in a way that I'm not involved. <laughs> move in a way that I don't have to orchestrate. And I don't have to, like, I want to see God be trustworthy. And so I, that means that I have to relinquish control. And that's scary. And that's hard. Um, let's see. I already talked about, I, I fear being punished by the algorithm. The algorithm is messy. It's, it's hustle culture in, in internet form and in phone, phone form. If you don't post in three days and if you don't post in a month and you're going to lose momentum, blah, blah, blah. None of that matters. Like I, it matters. I get it. I get the fear. I understand that it's scary. Um, but I'm downshifting in a way I'm honoring my boundaries and my, um, energy by doing as little as possible <laughs> by, um, not editing videos, by, uh, interviewing other people by sharing stuff that I've already shared, but clips of them. Like I'm trying to hack this system so that I can rest. Right. Um, so that's the, that's the solve for my fear. Okay. The next thing I said is, um, what if I fall behind? And, and to that question, I say, what is behind behind who behind what this, like we have these made up markers of success and made up places we're supposed to be like, no, I'm where I'm supposed to be right now fall behind in my mind if I don't rest that's how I fall behind like when you are running for example and you don't take a break like you're gonna fall behind because you're always exerting energy but if you never take any time to really replenish your energy to take time to take care of yourself you're gonna injure yourself so if there is no race I'm not in competition with who I was yesterday let me say this this is a side note there a lot of people are like you know I'm there's no competition I'm in competition with the me of yesterday and I've talked about this in a previous video but I am not in competition with myself. I am in community with myself. I am working with myself. The only reason why I am here today is because of the me of yesterday, right? And I love her. She's dope. <laughs> I love her. She's amazing, right? And so I don't have to look at myself as competition. So if there is no competition with other people, if there's no competition with myself, who am I falling behind? Who am I falling behind? Like, what am I falling behind? Does that make, like, what is... Behind what? Behind who? You know what I mean? Um, I'm here. I'm right now. I am present. And where I am is where I'm supposed to be. And I can honor my needs today. Because also, who I was yesterday is not who I am today, right? Like, who I was yesterday has different needs. The person yesterday has different needs. Today has different needs. And I can honor those needs in real time. Um, this, the next question I have is, what if I miss out on making money and opportunities? Let me tell you something. I don't ever want to be broke ever again, okay? And a lot of my scarcity comes from being broke, comes from poverty, comes from um, 
lack. You know what I mean? And so I honor that. I honor those feelings. I don't want to pretend. I think a lot of people are like, oh, you know, just abundance, abundance. No, we really have to address our traumas. We really have to address the fact that a lot of our scarcity, a lot of the issues that we have is because we've experienced this before. We don't want to go back, right? Like we're afraid of going back. And I know when that feeling bubbles up in me, like I'm like, I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. And I think it goes back again to trusting God, um, but also trusting myself and my abilities and my abilities to make money, right? Like I'm not going to die. It's going to be okay. You're going to be fine. You have the skills necessary to get another job. If you need to get another job, you have the skills necessary to make money. You are not going to starve. And also I'm in a privileged place right now um, to be living, to be living in a place where I don't need much, (laughs) I don't need much. You know, like we've we've lived in a car for the past what month? Not this month, but during the summer, traveling to California. And again, I'm gonna share those things with you. And I was okay. I was okay, right? Um, I know what it's like to live in a car. You know what I'm saying? And worst comes to worst, that's where I where that's where I will be. But I also have family and friends around me who won't let me starve, who will take care of me. My mother, we're staying with my mother right now. You know what I mean? Like She's helping us as we transition. We were supposed to be moving into our RV, but I think there might be a change of plans and I'll be sharing that with you soon. Um, but yeah, like I have I have good friends who will take care of me, who will let me sleep on their couch if, if I need to. Like I will be okay. I am okay. And if I take a month off, I'm not gonna lose everything. I'm not. Like half the stuff that we fear is just not gonna happen. It's just the um, the fear to the hundredth degree, right? Like the fear, like, oh God, I'm going to starve to death and die. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. You know? Um, and money will be made. Maybe just not today. <laughs> maybe just not this month. And maybe when I replenish my energy, I can make more money later on because I'll have more energy to do more stuff. You feel me? Okay. Um, the next fear that came up is what if folks, what if I let folks down? Like people have expectations. This is the people pleaser in me. Okay. Alicia girl, you take, you can't take a break. You can't, you can't not do not, nothing because people expect this of you now. And it's a prison. It's a trap. There's a scripture that, that literally says fear of man is a snare, right? Fear of man is a trap. Basically that we, we entrap ourselves with the expectations of other people. So even though I might feel if I was back maybe 10 years ago, I might feel feel that I need a break. I won't take one because of what other people expect from me, right? And that is putting people above myself and above God. At the end of the day, like when I when I am fearing what other people will think, even though I need to rest and take care of myself, I am worshiping people and their opinions. I am making people and their opinions my God, right? At the expense, and I'm sacrificing myself to them. I am literally laying myself down on an altar sacrificing myself, my health, my rest, my well-being to mere people. That sounds crazy, don't it? Like, it sounds extreme, but that's exactly what we do when we try to not let people down, even though we know we need a break, even though we know we need something different. You know you're being called somewhere else, but because of what other people think, you can't do it. That's an illusion. That's an illusion. And like I said earlier, if they don't get it, they're not your people anyway. Like, how can I let people down by resting? If I want to serve more people later on, then I have to rest. I have to take care of me, right? I can't be messy and I can't fumble myself and be good to other people. And I get it even like within like Christian spaces, I'm just going to be honest, like church spaces, there is this push in some spaces to give all of yourself to be Jesus, right? Like to literally sacrifice yourself for other people. And I don't think that that's what God requires. I don't think that... 
I don't like the scripture says, love, uh, love God with all your heart, mind, soul, all the good stuff, body, love others as you love yourself. Meaning you have to love yourself first in order to love others well, right? Because me worshiping other people and making them God in their opinions, in their views is not love. It's not love. It's not love for self. It's not love for them. It's not love for God, right? It's out of order. So I have to be sure that I'm loving myself so that I can use myself as a template to love other people. But if it's backwards, right? You're never going to have a, a clear vision of yourself, right? You're always going to be second guessing yourself, second guessing your, and that's what, that's what people pleasing does. It's like manipulation. You subject yourself to manipulation. Often you don't know who you are. You don't know what you want. You don't know what you believe, right? Because you're so busy trying to please and appease everybody. And you can't do that and be healthy. People pleasing will literally kill you. Literally will destroy you. People pleasing will ruin your life and you will be down the road 40 years from now being like, how did I even get here? I don't want this, right? While people are free to live their lives, we're chasing their opinions and they're living their lives. Then we become embittered because we're like, well, this person gets to live their life, but I don't. You do, you do. And so again, I, if I let people down by taking a break, that's not, that has nothing to do with me. I can't be their God. I have finite resources, finite energy. <laughs> I am one person, okay? And I don't want to be a hypocrite. I don't want to tell people to rest and I don't rest, right? I don't want to be a hypocrite. I want to be honest and authentic. I want to be uh, clear. And I want, like, this is why I'm sharing this with you too, to, to say, I say rest, but resting is hard. I am not good at resting. This is something I'm learning in real time. It is not easy. I'm, I think I'm good at resting like in little spurts, like maybe five minutes here, an hour there a day here, but a whole month, girl, <laughs> you're doing too much now, right? Like, and I'm stretching myself. I'm stretching myself. And so if people can't honor that and see that, that is not about me. That is not on me. That's all them. That's all them. Um, uh, yeah. One of the thoughts that came up was it's not productive, right? When I, resting is productive. Resting is productive. It may not be productive in a way that we're used to seeing productivity, you know, products or courses or um, money, right? Like, but rest is productive in that by resting, right? When when things are resting, they're never, they're not dead. They're not dead. There's trees behind me, right? These, these trees are losing their leaves to conserve energy. And so even though during the winter, they look kind of dead, they're not dead. They're alive. They're alive. There are a lot of things going on underground, right? That we don't see. And so when we're resting, we're able to replenish ourselves. We're able to heal ourselves. We're sleeping. Sleep is the only time that your body can really heal itself like it wants to because you're not moving. You're out the way now. <laughs> like you've been busying yourself all day long and your body's like, girl, when are we gonna go to sleep so we can heal you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I've been taking naps every day. And when I tell you I wake up two hours, I don't know where I am, what's happening. Like I am exhausted. I didn't realize how exhausted I was until I laid down, until I stopped, until I took a break. And so it really showed me that I have not been kind to my body. I have not been listening to my body. And my body needs me to get out the way so it can heal me, so it can get me together, right? So even when we sleep, it's productive. It's productive because it's healing us. It's productive because it's replenishing us. It's getting us out the way. It's giving us more space to think, right? More space to breathe, more space to be. It's healing our mindset around rest. It's like, it's, it's productive. It's just not productive in the way that is praised. It's not productive in the way that people want to see productivity, but resting is productive. And if resting and playing and all that good stuff is good for my joy and my mental health, then it is productive. It is important. It is impactful. 
right? It doesn't have to be for other people for it to be important, but it is important because I deem it so, because it adds to my well-being. The next thing I asked was, am I secure enough to break? Ooh, I'll lose money. Ooh, am I financially secure enough to take a break? And I, I think that's a valid question. Like, girl, how am I take a break? And I got to make money. I think sometimes you have to plan for it, right? But I think for me, I'm just like, I think I'll be okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I know people might say this is not um, financially wise. And again, I am not a financial advisor. Please, like this is just Alicia and her experience. Um, I am okay with what may happen. Being okay with where the chips may fall. I think I'm good. Like, I think, I think God will honor my rest. And I think that I'll be provided for in ways that I could not think about before. And I'm open for that. And I'm ready for that. And I'm expecting that, right? I'm expecting God to take care of me. I'm expecting God to move in ways I didn't think that God would move before. I'm ready for a deeper level of trust. And, um, yeah, I'll have all this money and stuff. But also, I feel like some people have the money to rest. They're just afraid to do it. They're afraid to do it. I, I think we think that it, we need more to rest well. And I don't think I don't think that's true. And even if you can't take a whole month off of work, maybe you can just like, I'm just working and go to going to sleep. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. That's it. Waking up, going to school or work, doing my work or whatever, going to sleep, resting, right? Like setting aside time during your day to rest. Um, yeah. And the, the last question I had, what if it's not long enough? I'm tired of being tired. Right. And, um, I realized that the practices that I've, that I've been doing have not been beneficial, have not been helpful, have not been restful. So instead of me trying to fix everything in a day, right. And fix everything in a month or a year, I need to implement a lifestyle or create a lifestyle around rest. If I want more rest in my life, I need to align myself with more rest. How can I have more restful practices? I'm taking this month off not to go back into work as I usually did before. I'm doing something totally different. I'm creating a new lifestyle, a new working pace, a new structure to be able to better honor my rest. I don't I don't believe that I have to go in nine months of the year just going hard or whatever. Go fast, go hard, go strong. Again, shout out to Daft Punk. Like, I don't think I have to do all that to be impactful. I think that I'm trying to find the most impactful way to help people without having it to exhaust me, right? So if that means putting out less videos, that's what I'm gonna do. If it means having a program maybe twice a year, that's what I'm gonna do, right? Like it means honoring who I am. Everybody has different ways of working, different ways of living, different ways of managing their energy, right? And maybe I'm not an evergreen, I don't think a lot of humans are, right? If I'm talking about trees, I don't think a lot of humans are evergreens. I think that we are seasonal trees. Um, but I think some people, they have systems in place so that they can be or can look like they're evergreen. And that's the thing. The people we look up to, the Gary V's in life, the, you know, whoever else, the, the hustlers or whatever, they have a team of people helping them. It's not just them, right? We praise these people and compare ourselves to these people who have a whole system in place, have whole, you know, people on payroll to help them do the thing that they're doing. And it's not, it's wise. Okay. It's wise, but it's also unfair if you don't have the resources right now to give yourself that freedom, to give yourself that support, to judge yourself and your work based on other people. You're not a machine. You're one person, right? Your work is only one part of you, but there's so many other facets to you, your play, your joy, your spirituality, your community. There's so many different places that, that get neglected because we put work up here. We put money up here. You know what I'm saying? 
when we can create a life where all those things coexist in a way that is not um, competing with one another. And I think that's what I'm trying to build my life around. I'm trying to make it so that rest is easy for me. Rest is an easy option. I'm trying to make my life easy. I am putting my life on easy mode. I'm not doing things hard anymore. Like, what is the reward for doing things hard? Honestly, what, where, where is the, what's the promise of working hard? And, I, and I'm really asking, like, what is the promise except for kudos and people hand clapping you? Like, there's, sadly, I feel like a lot of Black women are praised because of how hard they work and how much trauma they endure and how much work they have to put into something or someone or some place or their job, right? But there's no real payoff except that feeling of pride of like, yeah, I worked hard. Because people are working less hard and still doing the same thing and getting the same pay, getting the same recognition, right? And then we get upset, we get mad because we're putting in all this work, but this person's getting, you know, kudos too. But who told you you had to work hard? Who told you you had to work hard? You know, the world does, especially for black women. The world does. The world tells us we have to work hard. Our sole purpose here is to work hard. And I, I rebuke, I, I rebuke it. I push it away. I, I don't agree. I don't want it. My goal in life is not to work hard. It's to be impactful, to do impactful work, to do meaningful work, right? And to be able to live a life that honors my beliefs, that honors my energies, um, and be able to love other people, to free other people, to love other people, to give to other people, right? But I can't do it if I'm tired. None of it will get done if I'm tired, if I'm always exhausted, None of it. It's bird flying. None of it will get tired. None of it will get done if I'm always tired. So I am not good at resting, but I'm getting better at it. The first way that I'm starting to get good at resting is by sleeping. I need to look at my sleep routines. I need to look at napping, what I'm doing before I go to bed, what I'm taking in before I go to bed. I need, to, I need to come up with a good nighttime routine and also morning routine because if I am anticipating the morning and everything's in disarray, then I'm not going to sleep well, right? Like it starts with sleep. And so I'm going to start there and share how that's going. So I guess in the next video, we can talk about sleep, sleep, like sleep, sleep, like sleep and how important it is, um, the research behind it, what I find about sleep, all that good stuff, you know, there is beauty in rest. Some of my songs I've gotten from sleeping. Literally, I've gotten songs in my sleep or that in, in between sleep and being awake space. And so if I was pushing away sleep, I would never have gotten those songs. You know what I mean? So sleeping is, is productive. It's impactful. Um, but I'm getting better. I'm getting better at resting. And uh, I hope that you are too. All right. Talk to y'all soon. Bye.